The Christmas gifts are all opened. The mess, I hope, is cleaned up by now. And for most folks, the Christmas decorations have been put away for a week, maybe even longer. There's no more Christmas music playing on the radio. Yay. (laughs) The holiday celebrations and the feasts are over. And guess what? You only have 350 more shopping days until next Christmas. This Christmas is over, right? Well, not so fast. There's one last part to the Christmas story that is too quickly overlooked. It's the part where the wise men come looking for Jesus. Typically, we merge the gift of the Magi and the birth of Jesus together as one happening. But the wise men's trip to Jesus actually occurred anywhere from several weeks to several months after Jesus' birth. And the church calls this event the Epiphany, which is what we celebrate tomorrow in the church's year. It is the manifestation or the appearance of Christ, not only to those pagan astrologers, not only to the Magi, but also to the entire world. An epiphany is when the sacred meets the secular. It is when human experience and divine revelation collide with each other. It is when Christ is seen and life is forever changed. Let me share with you one person's epiphany. From a young age, Hugh Ross was consumed by the study of physics and astronomy. He devoured scientific texts and he found in them a knowledge that excited him. His studies of science and the order of the universe led Hugh to the belief that there had to be a creator somewhere that set this whole thing in motion. As a young man, Ross began studying the text of the world's major religions. He measured each one against the other, against the facts of science, against history as well. If there was a creator, Hugh felt, and if this creator went to such great lengths to make an orderly universe that could be understood, then such a creator would want to communicate with his creation in an orderly and truthful manner, he thought. Hugh Ross's study of the stars and the planets led him to believe that there had to be such a God. Hugh Ross finally found that God in the Bible, but it would be another few months of wrestling, of wrestling to give in his will and to humble himself and his life to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Today, Dr. Hugh Ross has earned degrees in physics and astronomy from the University of British Columbia and the University of Toronto. He is the director of Reasons to Believe, an organization that publicizes the historical and scientific truths of the Bible. And Dr. Ross comments, as an astronomer, I have achieved my ultimate quest. My education led me to the stars. My faith led me beyond. Hugh Ross, like those early magi, was an astronomer. He studied the stars, 
which eventually led him to his greatest discovery, that is, Jesus the Christ. And like those early magi, Hugh Ross was forever changed. Epiphany reminds us that God is at work in the world, interrupting the secular with the sacred. God is at work, bringing divine revelation into everyday human experience. God is at work in the world, changing people's lives and calling people to faith. I think that many people in the church today have forgotten Epiphany. We have forgotten that God is still at work in the world, no matter what happens. That Christ is still actively revealing himself in the ordinary, everyday events of secular life. We in the church forget that God still speaks to people out there It's even easy for us in the church to forget that God continues to speak to the people in here, too. And that's why epiphany is so important. It is God's disclosure to us. It is the self-revelation of Jesus Christ that helps us to see Christ more clearly and enables us to follow him more faithfully. You know, the Bible is full of epiphanies. Accounts where normal, ordinary people were going on with their lives and when suddenly God revealed himself to them. Moses at the burning bush. Samuel, the young boy serving in the temple. The disciples who were fishing. The Samaritan woman at the well. Saul on his road to Damascus. But it doesn't stop there. The epiphanies continue. Youth have them on church retreats. Adults have them on mission trips. People see Christ in the kindness of others. Christ is seen where grace is given. There are epiphanies in Bible studies and prayer groups, in community worship, and in solitude. There are epiphanies in 12-step groups, epiphanies in times of joy and in times of sadness. I know because I've seen it happen. Once I had a parishioner who said that God spoke to her through a responsive reading in the old red hymn book. Some of you may remember. We probably did that responsive reading a thousand times. But that one Sunday, God broke through and spoke to her. God is at work in the world, interrupting the secular with the sacred. God is at work bringing divine revelation into everyday human experience. God is at work in the world, calling people to faith and changing people's lives. All we have to do is open our eyes to what God is already doing and share with each other what we have already seen. Vernon Kemplin and his wife bought an old farmhouse in Illinois. It was meant to be their idyllic first home that needed a little fixing, but it turned out to be a much bigger project than they had anticipated. Summer turned to fall, and then came winter, 
all the time, they couldn't get their furnace working. Every repair person they called told them some bad news, that the furnace had been obsolete for years. The only solution was to get a brand new furnace. They didn't have the money. Vernon did not know what to do. Then on one of those frequent cold mornings, Vernon forced himself out of bed and he went downstairs in the basement once again to glare at that old broken down furnace. He was sitting on a cinder block in the basement when he cried out in desperation, Lord, what are we going to do? Just then he noticed something slide off the floor joist above him and it fluttered down to the ground. It was a dusty yellowed card and on the card was the date of the furniture of the furnace installation several decades back. And on that card was a name, Mr. Doss. Vernon wondered, was Mr. Doss the original furnace installer? Was he still around? Vernon checked the phone book and called the Doss number. Is this the Mr. Doss that installs furnaces, Vernon asked. Mr. Doss replied that he didn't install furnaces any longer. That was a long, long time ago. But he agreed to stop by and look at Vernon's old broken furnace. Within a minute of Mr. Doss's arrival, he had the furnace working again. It's just good I had the parts lying around. I'm probably the only person in the world who would, Mr. Doss said. And Vernon thought it was good, too, that Mr. Doss's business card just happened to be lying around just when he needed it, just after he prayed, Lord, what are we going to do? Did Vernon Kemplin have an epiphany? Well, I believe he did. Answered prayer is one of the many ways that God reveals himself to us. It is one of the many ways that we are able to see Christ more clearly, which helps us to follow him more faithfully. And these kinds of epiphanies happen more often than we realize. All we have to do is open our eyes to what God is already doing and to share with each other what we have seen. Today's passage about the epiphany of Christ is a reminder to us that God is still at work in the world, interrupting the secular with the sacred. God is still at work, bringing divine revelation into everyday human experience. God is still at work in the world and in the church, calling people to faith and changing people's lives. In the coming year, may we be open to what God is doing in us, open to what God is doing through us, and open to what God is doing around us in the world. And may our faith and our devotion to Christ grow more and more each day. Will you please bow with me in prayer?
Oh God, give us eyes to see you in the great things of life and even in the small things of life. Help us to see your work, not only in the sacred, but also in the secular. Give us faith. Change our lives. Reveal yourself to us. This we humbly pray in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.